In the world of espionage, a spy is only as good as his cover story. And no one knows this better than Tony Mendez. I'm Tony Mendez. Uh, for 25 years, I was working undercover for the CIA. Tony was the CIA's chief of disguises, and it was his job to come up with cover stories for the agency. And in 1979, he would have to concoct the most elaborate tale of his career. Good evening. The U.S. Embassy in Tehran has been invaded and occupied by Iranian students. The U.S. Embassy in Iran was under siege. The Revolutionary Guard had taken 52 people hostage. But in the middle of the chaos, six Americans escaped and hid with Canadian diplomats in Tehran. And when the CIA decided it was time to bust them out, Tony Mendez was their man. We couldn't agree on the way to bring six people out until uh, I came up with this really far-out idea. I picked up the phone and called my uh, Hollywood consultant and said, uh, how many people in a Hollywood location scouting party? And he said, six or eight. Well, that's exactly what we needed. So here was Tony's plan to smuggle the Americans out of Iran, disguise them as an international film crew. Director, scriptwriter, set designer, cinematographer, transportation coordinator, bankroller, production manager. And if Iranian immigration officers asked them why they'd been in the country, well, they'd just been in Tehran scouting film locations. Tony convinced the CIA and the Canadian government to sign off on the cover story. The Canadian Parliament even held a secret session to grant passports to the six Americans in hiding. But you see, Tony couldn't leave anything to chance. If this facade was going to work, his staff would have to back their cover story up to the last detail, even if it meant creating a fake production studio in Hollywood. We had people there at the desk ready to uh, receive any query regarding the the scouting party. And of course, what's a movie studio without a film project? We uh, commandeered a script. We decided to call our movie Argo because that was the ship that uh, Jason and the Argonauts sailed on to uh, rescue the Golden Fleece. Tony also wrote up fake resumes for the Americans. So that I could uh, hand to them. When I got there and said, this is you, learn your part, you got two days, and you're going to have to play that part as we leave. With their sham production company now up and running, Tony and a fellow CIA officer took their falsified documents and boarded a plane for Tehran. And when they got there... It was chaos personified. The, uh, the Revolutionary Guard liked to go up and down the street in their pickup, firing their weapons in the air, shooting up the town. At this point, the Americans had been in hiding for 86 days. So when Tony and his colleague arrived, they wasted no time getting to work. We styled each of them. Simple uh, things like changing the color of the facial hair with a little bit of mascara, add a few age lines. But some of the changes were more dramatic than others. In the case of um, one of the six, his normal demeanor is to be kind of buttoned-down diplomat type. By the uh, final rehearsal, he had a tight set of trousers, sunglasses. His shirt was open. He had this big gold medallion nestled in his chest hairs, and uh, he was mincing up and down the room. 
having a great time. In 48 hours, Tony had transformed the six, even coaching them on Canadian speech. But he had to be sure they could play their parts under pressure. So he asked a Canadian staffer to turn up the heat. And we uh, had the Canadian officer who spoke Farsi dress up in his camis and jackboots and came in with his swagger stick into the room and smashed the swagger stick down on the table and said, you are not telling the truth. And some of the more confident ones ended up being not so confident at the end. Tony had good reason to be anxious. If the group couldn't stick by their cover story... It doesn't matter how much makeup you put on them, they're going to give themselves away. The big day had finally arrived. The plan was for everyone to meet at the airport in full costume, ready to make their getaway. We brought them in through security, and we got to uh, immigration, and we put all put our authentic-looking phony documents down. The little immigration guy looked at them and looked at the pile of documents and scarfed them all up and went in the back room. And we thought, what's he doing? Within a few minutes, he comes back out with uh, our pile of documents and uh, he's stirring a cup of tea. He, he had taken a tea break. The cover story was working. The group had fooled the immigration officers and made it to the departure lounge. Everything was going as planned. Until... The announcement came on that there was a mechanical problem. And to make matters worse... Uh, the Revolutionary Guard was in there marauding about, which made our situation kind of tense. If they catch us trying to sneak out of the country, the question is, how do you want to take your bullet at dawn? With the Revolutionary Guards hovering only inches away, some of the Americans began to lose focus. One of the six uh, picked up a Farsi newspaper and started reading it. And you wouldn't expect your Hollywood type to be a Farsi linguist. But just before the guards had a chance to interrogate the group... They called the flight, and as we are uh, going up the ramp to the aircraft, uh, one of the six uh, nudged me and said, you guys think of everything. He pointed to the nose of the aircraft, and lettered across the nose of the aircraft was the word Argal. So that was the omen, that everything was going to be okay. Now safely outside of Iranian airspace, it was time to celebrate. We had our Bloody Marys and a give out a cheer. And when they landed... A couple of them dropped down and kissed the tarmac. Mission accomplished. Maybe I'm nuts, but uh, I did have fun. Now, we're so glad that this story has a happy ending. And we can actually discuss it on the record. You know, the CIA, they kept their role in this affair secret for over 20 years. You can find out more, all about it, in Tony Mendez's book, Master of the Skies. Now, you may know, they went out and made a movie about this. It stars a big fancy actor, Ben Affleck. I hear it's great. Big thanks, Mitzi for this story. You are listening to Snap Judgment, and to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.